Welcome to the Sales Lead Dog Podcast, hosted by CRM technology and sales process expert, Christopher Smith, talking with sales leaders that have separated themselves from the rest of the pack. Listen to find out how the best of the best achieve success with their team and CRM technology. And remember, unless you are the lead dog, the view never changes. Welcome to Sales Lead Dog. Today we have joining us John Golenvoe. John, welcome to Sales Lead Dog. Hey, thank you, Chris. Good to be here. John, tell us about your current role and your company. Well, thanks. Uh, so I've, I am a founder and CEO of Fulcrum SaaS. And uh, Fulcrum is a, what they call a customer data platform. And we have the ability to do a tremendous amount of uh, data mining for our clients and helping them really leverage that into uh, experiences for their, for their customers. We started this about four and a half years ago, and uh, it's been a very interesting journey. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking with you a little bit more about it. Well, that's awesome. One of the big reasons why I wanted you to have on the show um, and talking about Fulcrum and what you guys do is personalization is the thing now in marketing. Um, I, I see it all the time. I'm sure you see it as well. As a CRO or VP of sales, why should I even care about personalization? That's a really good question. We get that asked a lot. So taking just a little bit of a higher view past the personalization, one of the things that a lot of CROs, um, CMOs, uh, even just presidents of companies, some of the things that they're kind of dealing with is the landscape of, of marketing and advertising in general is really changing. And I'm sure you've heard about, you know, third-party cookies going away. Um, if you've ever been on a website and you're looking at a vacation, uh, you know, a VRBO or something like that, and you you leave that site and go check the weather, you'll probably notice that you get ads served up to you all over the place. And sometimes those ads aren't even for the uh, the site you were just on, they're for competitors. And that's really kind of where third-party cookies come into play. And the reason I'm bringing it up is it's changing the landscape of uh, of how marketers kind of uh, organize their their activities and how they how they set and, and, and chart their course. Those third-party cookies uh, are gonna go away. And that is really gonna be, if you remember, I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember the Y2K way back uh, many, many years ago. It's, <laughs> this is kind of the Y2K for, uh, for cookies. The third-party cookie deprecation is gonna be a big deal. And so really what, that hap well, what, what happens now is that you need to figure out different ways to engage with your, with your customers with the data that you do have. And so Chris, you asked me the question about, hey, if, you know, if I'm a chief revenue officer, what do I care about personalization? How do I deal with it? Um, you're going to need to figure out a solution to do more with what you have. And what I mean by that is when users are on your website and they're moving around, they're looking at things, they're downloading, they're watching videos, they're uh, experiencing content, that is all happening in your, in your environment, on your website. And that's what we call first party data. And they're basically clues to what is of interest to that user while they're in, the, in your environment, while they're on your website. And you need to determine a way to use to, first of all, collect that information, make sense of it, and then actually use it to help further and strengthen engagement uh, for those users. Does that kind of make sense so far? It does. So to kind of encapsulate that or summarize what you're saying so that, you know, if I'm a CRO, it, it's really about leveraging those clues that they're yep. leaving behind yep. to Absolutely. say, how, how can I take that engagement to the next level? Is that right? Exactly. 
And so it really starts with being able to collect that data. So um, most companies have some analytical platforms, primarily you know, Google Analytics is what most companies use. And, and, and that's a great platform. Uh, there's, there are free versions and you can get up to the more expensive paid versions, but they're gonna give you a good idea of like how long people are on your site, what pages, what channels people are coming from. It's all really good information, but what it's not gonna allow you to do is to really understand who's downloading the white papers, who's looking at this product, who's coming from uh, you know, my Facebook campaign, who's coming in from my paid campaigns. Uh, and when you do first party data the right way, you get to really get those clues associated with individuals. And when you have all of these different um, uh, pieces of information tied to an individual, you therefore then can understand, hey, Chris Smith has looked at this page and this page and this page, but he hasn't looked at all of our blog articles that really support all those pages he just looked at, which is gonna strengthen engagement and might encourage him to sign up for our subscription service, right? So those are the kind of scenarios that this, this uh, first party data and then the personalization are really going to help you motivate that that consumer. And really, and it, part of that motivation is figuring out, based upon those clues they're leaving behind, what is that next message you're you're yeah. serving up? What is the process for for figuring that out, and you know, and really <laughs> determining good. what how I should be engaging with them? Yeah, it's a good question, and there's uh, there's a lot of different you know many paths to the same summit, so to speak. But, but fundamentally, in order to really do a good job of collecting the data, you need what they call a customer data platform. And that's, you know, that's what Fulcrum is. And a, a customer data platform is an environment that allows you to connect and collect data in real time. So um, you're able to push data into the system from your media campaigns, uh, from your sales transactions, if you're conducting commerce on your site, all of that data falls into one central location. Uh, when it's in that central location, then you get a unified view of everything that's going on. Um, for example, and this is really how we got started, about five years ago, six years ago, we were working a very large customer. We were sending out millions, like just sub 100 million emails annually. And we started to see some decay and some decline in certain areas of the, of the, um, the campaigns. And it was because we were not segmenting the, uh, the audience as granularly as we should have. And that was a challenge because we didn't have the data. So um, if you know anything about data, data is difficult to get. And, and sometimes it's kind of it's like sodium pentothal, right? It's this truth serum that just draws everything out into the light. And sometimes it's, it's hard for people to get that and to connect it. So we, we built a small piece of middleware that connected this data with our marketing and in a matter of 35 to 40 days, we were able to take, you know, going from six customer segments to about 36 because we had the data. So now we've got the ways to understand who falls into what cohort and the messaging that was going out via email primarily was really in line with those individuals. So that goes back to this whole thing about first party data, understanding your customer and giving them relevant and contextual experiences. If you do that, you're going to find that their engagements are going to be much stronger and the lifetime value of the customers tend to do very well because they, you know who they are and they trust you. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. It really does. And, you know, it's funny, you know, it's all about the data and, you know, my world of CRM, CRM is only as good as the data that's in it. 
-hmm. you know, if you've got crap data, it's not going to be a great tool for you. Garbage in, garbage out. Exactly. Right? And, and uh, so when it comes to marketing, uh, that story of going from six to 36 segments yeah. or whatever that number was, it that's the world we're living in now. Yes. You know, that, that, you know, if we're in that world before of like, oh no, we just, we focus on X, Y, and Z. Those are the, the people we're targeting or the companies we're targeting. You're missing the whole rest of the alphabet. Absolutely. I mean, the thing about this, Chris, um, so let's say you are, um, you're uh, an avid skier, right? And you go to, a, you know, a website that deals with all types of snow sports, you know, cross country, back country, area skiing, snowboard, you know, skate skiing, all the snowshoeing, all of that. Um, if you've been to that site multiple times and you've made you know, a handful of purchases, why should you see the exact same thing, the exact same homepage that everybody else sees, right? right. You've been to that site and you've purchased a ton of uh, backcountry skiing gear. Why would you ever, why would they ever show you a snowboard or show you a pair of ice skates? Right. Or show or show you uh, what's the what's the one where the guys ski and then they shoot whatever whatever that setup yeah, is the right biathlon the biathlon thank you very much they they know that you are a backcountry skier based on everything you purchased and everything you've looked at so if they want to engage with you in a very efficient manner they should they should show things that are relevant to you and I use this this kind of cheesy analogy all the time it's kind of like sommelier right you go into a fancy restaurant you order salmon. And the sommelier comes by with the wine selection. You know they're not going to serve you, you know, a, a bottle of champagne or a, you know a tall boy PBR tall boy. They're going to try to pick a wine like a, you know, a Pinot Noir that's going to go well with that salmon, right? I mean that's yep. you know. So it's really about understanding what your customers are interested in, what they've done, and what they haven't done. And again, going back to the customer data platform with Fulcrum, that's what we're able to do. We're able to understand in real time what they're looking at, what they've done, and what they haven't done. For example, let's say that uh, one of our goals for, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an insurance company, right? And one of my goals is to get people to subscribe to our newsletter so that we can self, uh, so they can self-identify, so we can educate them. Well, if they've been to the site three or four times and they still haven't signed up for this newsletter, instead of having that sign up for the newsletter just sit dormant up in the right corner, it doesn't get any attention, we kind of bring that up front and center say, hey, did you know? And plus, I know that all the things you've looked at from an insurance perspective have been about commercial general liability. So I could put a message saying, hey, did you know we've got some great information on commercial liability trends and cost saving structures? I'd like to sign up for our newsletter to get access to all this great stuff. Oh, okay, great. I mean, yeah. So again, it's about talking to that customer about what they're interested in. Oh, totally. And, and that's what I was thinking about as you were talking that, you know, we, we work with a lot of banks and around their lending process. And like anybody else, like if I'm going out to get a loan, I'm going to go out and do research. I'm going to visit a bunch of different websites. I'm going to check to see what they have. And if I'm going to a website and then that homepage is just not a generic homepage showing, you know, showing, you know, something that really is not relevant to me at all, but instead, as uh, you know, that information about like just serves right up off the bat information mm -hmm. about commercial lending or whatever it is that I've been researching, I'm getting engaged with that right away, or I'm far more likely to than versus hunting around through the website, um, looking, you know, trying to 
find my way through the jungle, so to speak, to get to the information I want. Absolutely. And some of the things that we've done for our customers, when you have banks, a great example, that's a fairly complex business. But one of the things you can think about is, so let's say you show up. Um, okay, you, uh, you know, we've all been to the crazy amusement parks, right? Where you get there and the kids want to go here and this person wants to go there and you need to go. So you, you land at this thing. Imagine if you got to the amusement park and there was, there was no sign. There was no direction. And you're like, okay, uh, you know, your, your ticket's good for today. Start walking around to figure out where things are. Lots of times people organize a site kind of like that. You hit the homepage and you, you can see like where some things are, but there's you know, about us, our resources, what we do. Okay. But if there was something that's like, hey, what brought you to the site? Let's go back to the bank. Are, are you, you know, commercial or, or, resi or residential customer? Oh, I'm residential. Okay, great. What things do you need help with? Do you need help with college savings? Do you need help with checking? Do you need help with bill pay? Oh, this is what I'm interested in. So you can get quickly to the things that you want to, right? It's just it's just like a you know you walk into a a, a business uh, office, right? You know it's 20 floors. You know there's a directory that shows you how to get to where you want to go, right? And so that's what Fulcrum can do, and we have the ability to really what we call is our decision tree. So you come to the site and we say, hey, uh, do you need help with this or this? I need help with this. Great. Do you need help with these things, these things, or these things? Oh, actually that one. Okay, great. Red, blue, or green. Oh, green. Boom. And so, you know, you start to drill down and you just make that experience very easy so that that customer doesn't have to go click around because you're going to get friction. You, they're going to get fatigued. They're not going to find what they want. And right. guess what? When they leave, because they're just not dissatisfied. They might not even know they're dissatisfied. They're just like, I don't know where I'm at. I'm going to find somebody else. So they hit the back browser. They go back to those listings that Google pulled up and they go to the next one. Yeah. You had somebody on your site and because you weren't organized, you didn't know and didn't ask the right questions. They just ended up leaving out of fatigue. And so that's where Fulcrum really helps because we can help you understand that. Does that, does that resonate? Totally. And, and you're also differentiating yourself from everybody else that has that same website structure you were talking about. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's dormant, that just lays there mm -hmm. instead of reaching out and engaging with them. Exactly. And there's easy ways to engage. And, and so think about this. So think about if you're a clothing company, right? And, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, let's say it's March and you're a clothing company. With, with Fulcrum, you would have the ability to ascertain the location of people coming to your site. And these would be the brand new users, right? So let's say you're a brand new user coming to the clothing site from Minnesota. I'm going to guess you're probably going to want to show different types of clothing for the Minnesota folks versus the South Beach, Florida folks, right? I mean, and that's where you have the ability to engage quickly as opposed to going there and then, and then trying to go through all the different layers, the different seasons, the springs, this and that. So that's a way you can quickly engage a brand new user in real time, because the way that our system works is we're built uh, for speed and we're built for scale. So when a user comes to the site, we know it's their very first time. They've never been there before. So we can treat them very differently. We know their location. And so we can provide them with relevant information. Again, if it's uh, if it's clothing or if it's travel, you know, we can say, hey, this is the distance that you are from this place or whatever. So that really helps engage. And I'll tell you one thing that is absolutely so true and so critical in marketing, it's 
it's not only engaging, but when you engage in the right way, you instill confidence. Mm -hmm. And when you instill confidence, they're not going to try to shop you as much uh, as the other guys. Right. And so those two things are really important in that, what we call that customer journey, starting that out on the right foot. Yep. So I'm educated now as being a CRO and I understand now why I need to care about this. How do I embark on this journey to really begin transforming our website into an engagement platform? That's a great question. So there's a couple of different things. The first of all is if you find a, if you find a company uh, like, like Fulcrum that is a customer data platform, that's really gonna provide you the, 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 the infrastructure and the technology that's gonna allow you to easily connect your data and, and define these, these pieces of information. So really the first thing you need to do is to understand, you need to, you need to have a system to be able to track the users that are coming into your site, understanding what they're doing, what they're not doing is the first thing. Second thing is people that, that are successful on your site, meaning they've completed a purchase or they've asked for a, a, a demo or they've signed up for an account, whatever that conversion goal is, you need to understand how they got there. Because if you don't know how somebody got there, there's no way you can replicate a nice path. And so with Fulcrum, we have the concept of the user journey, the customer journey. And we know when somebody shows up to the site, they typically, from the starting point to the ending point, the ending point is the conversion, we know that, for example, the people that, that get to that conversion, they typically do three things. They read this piece of content, they watch this video, and then they look at these customer testimonials, for example. And we know that that is the most efficient path that user goes from the front to the conversion. And if you understand that, then that tells you the ability to just think about this. Think about, you know, if you're, um, you're trying to get somebody to go to the, uh, the, the, the conversion and you know the path is these three stepping stones across the river. You got people that are downstream trying to swing across the river. You got people upstream trying to muddy through. If you know that this is the most efficient, durable path, what you have to do is like, hey, come over here. You guys come over here. So with our personalization, you can you can move people. You can, you can um, affect that customer journey to get them to take that most efficient path. And that is where you're going to find your, your revenue is going to go up. Your customer satisfaction is going to go up. And that gestation period from the first time to the conversion is going to go down. And, and those are three huge things. Those are wins in your CRO playbook for sure. Right. Thinking uh, of the whole process of, of getting to that end goal of, of having a platform like yours implemented and supporting my website, what's the easy part of this process and what's the hard part of this process? Well, this sounds self-serving. The easy part is, is, is getting us installed. I mean, <laughs> and I know that's uh, honking our horn, but we've spent uh, an enormous amount of money and time to make it easy from a technical perspective. So in order to get uh, Fulcrum set up on your, on your environment, you know, you can deploy it through Google Tag Manager. And if you know anything about that, that's about a five minute process. So it's very, very easy, very, very light. Um, so when our code is on the site, we start collecting data immediately. In fact, <laughs> Last week we were on a, we were on a call. We were doing a uh, pilot program for one of our customers, and the president of the company was on the line. The CMO was on the line, and some of our support guys. And we were going through the whole thing, just talking about some things. And the CMO had neglected to get the code started on the site for this kind of kickoff call. Right. While we were on that call, he was uh, IMing me back and forth in Slack to say, "Hey, can you send over that snippet?" 
and I did. And then three minutes later, he says, okay, I just deployed it. Can you see? And I slack in my other engineer. He's like, yes, we see data coming through. So yeah. that was kind of a, uh, kind of an interesting clandestine, uh, you know, the CMO was cool. The president was fine. He didn't know. But anyways, I'm trying to say is that that's how easy that code is to get going right. on there. So that's the easy part. The harder part, and I wouldn't say it's harder. It's just a more thoughtful part. The thoughtful part comes in the sense of, okay, guys, what do we want to accomplish? What do we want to do? Now, some of our customers have thought about that, have it documented, and it's just like, hey, here's our game plan. Can you help us get here, here, and here? And if we have that information, that makes our job really easy because we know exactly what to do. So the, the, the thoughtful part is, if you know what you want to get done, hey, we need to take our new user conversion rate from account create from here to here. All right, great. And what we're going to do is when people come to the site, if they don't hit that account create in the first three or four pages, we're going to serve up a banner, an incentive. We're going to give them a nudge, something to get them to take action. And we're going to try different things. We'll A-B test things. But the cool thing is, once you have one of these rules, right, Chris, that at the top of the funnel, there's brand new people dropping in all the time. And if you have three or four of these personalization rules to advance them into that first part of the conversion, then there's a firing all the time. There's a brand new, it's like a tour, tour guide, right? You know, the tour guide has to speak. They have the spiel, the whole thing, the jokes with the driver, blah, blah, blah. They've got that down. They have a new group of people every day showing up. And the effect of that little shtick is perfect. And it works really well. So that's kind of how we can help with that top of funnel acquisition. Right. You know, what you described, it's very similar in my world that, um, you know, to be successful in any kind of uh, implementation or a, a process like this, you need to have that end goal in mind of where you want to get to. Um, and when we work with a client, if they're not really sure, um, we, we help them through that, you know, leveraging the experience that we have. Um, can you talk about that in terms of if I am a CRO and I'm not really sure, I know I need this, but I'm not 100% sure, you know, what my end game should be. What's that discussion like? Yeah, that's a great question. So fundamentally, the way that we walk into that part of the equation is uh, we've got three pieces. The first piece is let's talk about your brand new users, Chris. Um, what are the first three conversion goals you want the brand new user who's never been to your site? What do you want them to see? What do you want them to do? Oh, John, I want them to download this white paper because it's really effective and it really makes a big difference and sets us up. Okay, I want people to create a free account and I want people to you know, watch this, you know, this two minute video on why we're different from our competitors. So if those are the three primary things that you want for a new user to, to convert to, that makes it easy for us and we set up the rules we set up the logic and that all happens again that's that top of the funnel boom 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 so you've got these guys moving from new user to converted and then let's go to the next stage so the next stage would be okay chris we took care of your brand new users your returning customers your your people that have the accounts that have done those three things what do you want these guys to do okay well i'd like these people to move up from the the the, uh, the gold uh, level to the platinum i'd like these people to go from here to here so you, we basically understand what you want to get done with your existing customers. And so we have three rules for new and three rules for existing. We organize them, we A-B test them, we get them running. The nice thing is, again, you've got people at the top of the funnel, new people coming in all the time, and you've got a path for at least those first two big stages. And then from there, we say, okay, let's talk about the rest of your business. And some questions that we would ask are like, hey, what's your churn like? And they're like, oh, well, it's kind of tough. It's we 
we, you know, we've got about 23% churn, but we, you know, we don't really know when they're going to churn. Okay, well, that's where we can help out because with Fulcrum, you have data on all the individuals. So what we would do is we'd get a list of people who have churned and we would forensically look at them like, when did they stop coming? What did they drop off? What were the signs? And then from there, we can put those into place so that we can send out emails. We can remind people to come to the site. When they do come back to the site, we give a big hug. Hey, thanks for coming back. Here's 10%. Do things like that. Right. Because I tell you, and this goes back to Chris, what we were talking about earlier, third parties are going away. That is a huge piece of the acquisition puzzle that people are playing. That is that 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 token is not going to work anymore. You're going to put that in and it's going to come right out of that coin slot in the bottom. It's not going to be accepted. You're not going to be able to play the game like that. Right. And so first party data and doing more with the customers you have, upsell, cross sell, reducing churn, personalizing, developing confidence, strengthening the engagement, strengthening referrals. All that stuff is super critical. And if you don't have a plan and a platform to execute that stuff, those are going to be tough meetings, I, I tell you, because it's if they're going to come down. It's, oh, yeah. The no. landscape is changing. So I love that analogy where you're putting the coin in the slot and it's just coming out the bottom. That is so spot on. You can't play the game. Nope. No. Sorry. <laughs> um, so we're up and running. Things are going great. What do I need to be thinking about long term as a CRO or a sales leader, you know, when it comes to personalization? Yeah, so I think there's a couple of things. One is the there's the technology. So you need to make sure that the technology you have is something that can be executed. Um, again, with Fulcrum, the execution is all done within the platform. So just a real quick example, if you wanna if you wanna show people from uh, you know Minnetonka, Minnesota, a special banner for this new clothing line that's uh, aligned with their 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 weather, um, you simply it's as easy as saying, show me all the people in my system that uh, have you know Minnesota address and anybody that's new coming in, I wanna build a segment, build a segment very quickly. And then you basically say, hey, creative department, show me the banner I want. You basically put that into your system. You tell us where that image path is because every image on your website has a path where it's sitting yep. and that's it. That is all you do from a personalization. So that's a really simple personalization strategy, but that's the nuts and bolts of it. That's what you need to be doing. So. As you're the CRO working through, I think the big things are to think about, hey, if I have the ability to personalize my site for any of my customers, what are the main things that I would want to do? And it might be location. It might be the frequency of visit. You might want to segment your audience into A, B, and C. My A team, these guys never use a discount code, always buy, buy the good margin stuff, buy frequently, B, a little bit less, C, these guys are just the they just go hunting after the coupon codes and all those things. And so you could put the, together strategies to where if you've got something that's on sale, your A team might not see that it's on sale. They just see the MSRP price because they buy like that all the time. Whereas the C group, they only buy on sale. So literally, you if you and I were sitting shoulder to shoulder with each a laptop and right. you're the A customer and I'm the C customer, we go to the site, we could see totally different things and totally different prices. Right. So. I guess what I'm getting at is think about the uncarved block analogy, right? If you could make this in any way, because we have all the data, we know everything about everybody. Yep. So that's kind of the cool part. Does that yeah. answer the question? I know that's a little, a little ethereal there. Oh, no, I, no, that's great. Um, it, does that with this change in personalization and the changes that are coming, 
Does it change the KPIs I should be worried about or looking at? Yeah, it does, because one of the KPIs that a lot of the CMOs look at is, hey, how many clicks did we get? Um, you know, what was what, what was the conversion rate? Did they come to our site? Which is great because you run an ad out there, whether it's on Facebook, on Google, wherever, you want to drive people to the site. And a lot of a lot of people, they only look at that one metric to they, hey, they saw it, they clicked, they came to the site. Great, we're done. You're not, you're just getting started. What did they do after that? And a lot of systems just kind of take, hey, they came through the door and then, you know, we're, we're you know, we're the bouncer, right? With the little counter. They come through the door, click, oh, hey, great. Yeah, that ad worked, they came through the door. But if they come to the door, they look around and they ask for a glass of water as opposed to buying dinner. I, I don't want people that are drinking water. I want people that are sitting down, you know, and spending a lot of time, you know, and, and coming back time after time. And that's where Fulcrum can understand who's doing that. And think about this, Chris, think about the world of retargeting. And that's a little different than third-party cookies. Retargeting is, when we talked about that vacation experience, let's say you're on uh, VRBO or Verbo now, as they're called, and you're looking at a condo in Aspen and you look at it and you're pretty intense on it. You look at the videos, all the stuff, and you leave. And then later on, you get an ad for that same condo from Verbo. That's just retargeting. They said, look, Chris was interested in this seemed like he really wanted it, maybe we could nudge him. That retargeting, that's still going to be around. But the third-party cookie where you would have all these other different ads from vendors, that's going away. My point is that retargeting is going to be a real another key stake because third-party is going away. So, But you need to be really smart about how you do that. For example, let's say you come to Verbo and you look at that Aspen condo one time and then you leave. Lots of times companies have it set up. If they come to the site, they look at something, they don't convert, they leave, we retarget them. Well, you only looked at it once. That's a tire kicker. That's not a test driver. I want test drivers. So with Fulcrum, you can put a filter on that. It says, look, do not create a retargeting segment unless they did X, Y, and Z. They looked at the property. They looked at how much it costs. They watched the video. They did some things that showed intention. And that's where you're going to be able to get those test drivers versus tire kickers. And if you just taste... If you just chase tire kickers, you're going to burn through your retargeting budget before the quarter's over, right? Right. And right. it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. John, if people want to reach out, uh, we're, I'm sorry, we're wrapping up here. We're running yeah. out of our time on Sales Lead Dog. It's been great chatting with you. This is uh, amazing stuff. If people want to reach out and connect with you to talk more about personalization and, and the changes that are coming, or if they want to find out more about Fulcrum, uh, what's the best way for that to happen? Just just hit us up on our website, Fulcrum SaaS, S-A-A-S, Software as a Service, FulcrumSaas.com. And uh, all of our info's on there. You can even see a little bit of the inside. And uh, here's the thing. We love this stuff. So um, we'd love to have conversations. We're good at what we do and um, love to love to help people with their business because this third party thing, it's its the new Y2K, folks. Get ready. Buckle up. Oh, I love that, too. <laughs> it is the new, y, the new Y2K, and, and like big changes are coming, people. Be ready for them. They are. Um, We're here to help. So thanks for also, having me. Uh, you're on LinkedIn. They can find yep. you there as well. Absolutely. We'll have all the info in our show notes. Um, uh, if you like what you're hearing, please uh, give us a good rating and follow us uh, on your uh, your podcast platform of choice. Thank you for listening. And John, thank you again for coming on Sales Lead Dog. Thanks for having me, Chris. Take care. 
As we end this discussion on Sales Lead Dog, be sure to subscribe to catch all our episodes. On social media, follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Watch the videos on YouTube. And you can also find our episodes on our website at impellercrm.com forward slash sales lead dog. Sales Lead Dog is supported by Impeller CRM, delivering objectively better CRM for business, guaranteed.